Now Yay, we're yeah. live. Woo, Welcome back time. to Born Again Browns. Yeah. Um, it was a good week, I think. Overall, I felt good. Not great, but good with our draft. Uh, we're going to go over well, everything. A lot better before the review <laughs> camp. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go over everything uh, from draft news, NFL news, as we always do. Let's mm-hmm. hit it off with some NFL news. Get through it here. Uh the draft is over. Yes. First question. Who won the draft? What team? One team. As odd as this sounds, because the Ravens are garbage. Yeah. The Ravens did a lot of unique things that I think really could put them in a good spot. Yeah, I agree. I think the Ravens won it for sure. I don't... I don't... You know, the next one in the line for me would have been really maybe the Falcons getting... A second wide receiver star in Ridley, and that was really the only move that I, like shocked me was that Ridley was still there for them, and now they have Julio, Ridley, and Sanu. Will and Julio so, get the stretch? Definitely, um, he'll get champagne on ice too. Um, but on the inverse of that, right? Who who do you think lost it? Who do you think had a not the greatest time? Um, who lost the draft? The Bills? I think the Bills did some really unique things. I think you have to look at the quarterback position and what they took yep. uh, as an unproven commodity. We'll see how that kind of works out for them. I think the Bills did poorly, um, and I also think the Cowboys... You chose poorly. <laughs> I think the Cowboys did poorly as well. Um, they had the tight end that they were probably going to select taken from them, um, and then they took a player in the first round that really nobody saw them taking. Um, and then the Saints trading away their first pick next year, first round pick next year to get a defensive end that a lot of people consider to be a significant stretch. Um, now let's talk a little bit about there is still a free agent that everyone knows by first name that is lingering in the market right now. Um, the big news clearly has been that he has he was offered a job with the Ravens, three mm-hmm. years, twenty one million. He turned it down. Um, where do you think he ends up? I know there's some reports, San Francisco, Jets, Buffalo now starting to pop KC, up. KC, I think, was on the list. Um, honestly, it's kind of shocking that we've had the draft. Yeah. People have picked the wide receivers they're going to pick. Uh, no one even wants to give them league minimum. Yeah. More teams are saying, I won't even offer league minimum than that even want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. So that obviously tells you reputation. Uh, maybe the stuff that Dallas has protected from the media, you know, they've had to hire, they hired a like babysitter for him um, since he got there to protect him because his like home life and his nightlife was so, you know, outrageous. Um, so I, I think that, you know, ultimately, I don't really know where he ends up. I could even see him not being somewhere until mid-year and then being signed with a team that maybe loses a wide receiver, Carolina or somebody that loses a big you know, body wide receiver and then... I'm shocked that the Bears haven't, at league minimum, you know, yeah. if he works out great, if he doesn't, you know, you well, have think, enough cap space to give Trubisky another weapon. Yeah, I mean, just give Trubisky a chance, right? I think the Bears are really set on um, their running game. I think that it's like, it's so strong. Why why bring in someone that's just going to be a headache? And mm-hmm. 
Um, I think they also have such a young nucleus, bringing in someone that could potentially shake it up. That's why the Browns, I would assume, are like, get the hell away from us. Well, but, and the Browns <laughs> also have a lot of depth at wide receiver. Yeah, I really after the draft, don't sure. see bringing in Bryant since the odd man out, especially if he's going to cause nothing but problems. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the big, big contract that happened Friday night. Uh, Matt Ryan. Matty Ice. God, $100 million guaranteed, quote-unquote. Does this make him elite? Is he past? Is he elite plus? He's past Joe well, Flacco now? I, I thought they should have offered him a three-year deal for $28 because it was 28-3, to three, which, you know. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, apparently the Falcons didn't find humor in that, so they offered him $150 million for five years, making him $30 million a year, $100 million guaranteed. That's... Um, I don't even know what Aaron Rodgers deserves then. Yeah, exactly. That's the real <laughs> odd one is, okay, how much are you going to pay him? Um, God, can you imagine Aaron Rodgers with Jacksonville next year? Like, let's say he's just like, fuck you, Green Bay. I'm out. And he just – Jacksonville has everything. Running back, they can get a wide receiver. That's not a problem. Mm-hmm. And they have the defense. It's everything that he needs to succeed. And he – I mean, he would win probably two or three championships before he retires. Um, I just thought it was really weird. It's setting a precedent for – quarterbacks now what will end up happening though i think is it will have a trickle down into these other players like jarvis landry obviously got the wide receiver contract that a lot of wideouts really want but i think they really need to to look at you know quarterback is it really worth that much more money a year 30 million versus what is jarvis like 17 um 16 or 17 yeah right around there. there so i mean is it 13 million dollars more. I mean, I get that Matt Ryan's the face of your franchise, but how long do you want to pay a quarterback that's still not passing to Julio in tough times? Well, <laughs> I think really, though, it's kind of showing what, if you're even a moderately successful quarterback, what you can demand in money. I mean, yeah. Kirk Cousins. Brock Osweiler. Gar- oh, <laughs> Garoppolo. I mean, he yeah. came at a big buck Kirk for Cousins. What, five games. Yeah. Garoppolo's undefeated. Never lost. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just thought it was a very strange... Uh, very strange contract for me personally. I, th- I thought, you know, he hasn't really shown anything. But then again, Joe Flacco shocked me when he got his. And Colin Kaepernick still can't find work. <laughs> so <laughs> comes all back to it, right? Let's get into some of the Browns news. We're gonna, we will eventually touch on all our draft picks. But let's get into some actual Browns news that happened this week. Um, the big, the big thing that I took away. We obviously opened up the rookie mini camp literally yes. two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mini mini camp. <laughs> super mini. Bite size even. <laughs> well, smaller than that maybe. Uh, <laughs> so big news came out. Ward injured his hip day one. Did not practice or quote unquote really do anything at all day two. And they said it's precautionary. Is there any cause for concern for you? or? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never want to have a pick. I mean... I'm kind of gun shy because I'm as a former Bears fan. Oh, uh, Kevin White. Kevin White, <laughs> who I think has played five games in three years. At least he didn't get his extension picked up. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the the overall thought process that I had was like, oh goodness, here we go again. It's like we drafted him number four. It was a little bit of a stretch to get him that early. Um, but we obviously needed a shutdown corner, and then you're going to tell me day one he's got a hip problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. That seems like I wonder if Nick, I wonder if Bradley Chubb's going to have a hip problem on day one. You know, that just gets my brain thinking like that. Um, I watched some of the quick highlights. They sort of it was just like a super quick montage. Baker looked really good. Um, 
Was for it, me. Did he look like he was up to standards? <laughs> he was definitely... Uh, you could tell he was already commanding the, the offense, which was like... He's not. He's playing with rookies, I get it, but you could tell they, he stepped in and it was like, oh, here he is, here's the big dog. Like, let's everyone... Like, whatever he wants, let's do it. And he was completing passes. He was... I You know, one of the things that I watched with... Because I watched Darnold, too, because the Jets had theirs. Darnold doesn't look like he's trying to throw a football. He just throws a football. So I can see where the scouts were like, man, he's, like, really good. Mm -hmm. Baker looks like he's putting in so much effort and force into every throw that it almost makes it it look like a more electric play than it is. It could be just, like, a quick slant, and Baker's like, whoa, throwing it, like, as hard as he can, it looks like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah, he has touch, and he has everything else, but it just, the, the... Overall look that he makes when he does any play is like, whoa! I got to pay attention to you. Versus Darnold's like, oh, there's just another Eli Manning throw. Like, oh, I've seen that a thousand times. Um, <laughs> so, and you know, a lot of people. One of the things that I've been watching with like fantasy news and things like this, talking about Barkley and all these players that are going to be, you know, they should be high draft picks in fantasy. Mm-hmm. They do talk about make Baker in dynasty leagues. In in some of their statements, they say that, you know, how you know Tyrod's only going to start so many games before he gets a concussion or whatever. So my thought process is Hugh Jackson reiterated it before the rookie minicamp. Tyrod is the starter no matter what. How much are you believing there? I believe that. Now, I'm going to kind of circle back and touch on an interesting point. You said that Baker was kind of commanding and leading that rookies. Uh, Does that kind of put Tyrod in an awkward position? Do you think they'll butt heads? Or do you think that Baker is smart enough to kind of understand his role going into week one more than likely being the backup? So I watched... um this is a side note, and I definitely recommend you guys all watch it. Behindbaker.com. It's the it's an eight-part. I mean, each video is like seven to eight minutes long. It's a documentary of leading up to the draft and then being drafted. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he says is, you know, I'm here to compete. Now, I'm not here to compete and cause friction. I'm here to just compete. If I end up being the best quarterback, I end up being the best quarterback. Um, and in a lot of ways... I took more away from that than a guy that's like, oh, it's my job. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. He has more of a mentality of, I'm going to do the best that I can do. And if I win the job, um, great. And I'm going to hold on to it because I'm going to compete every day to make sure I hold on to it. And I think that's the mentality that Johnny Manziel, who he gets compared to, never had. Johnny Manziel was like, oh, I'll be the starting quarterback. I'm not worried about it. It's the flipping Browns, like, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, he gets hurt in a game and he tries to come back and he looks like shit and like it's not as easy as he thought versus Baker's understanding Tyrod is the starter and Tyrod even greeted him when he showed up which was really cool I think, welcomed him yeah and I think really that is going to go a long way um, off the top of your head do you know how long Tyrod's deal is? I think it's well this is his contract year this is his last year <laughs> okay so but they said they were going to extend him two to three but i don't know you know i would personally two to three year extension is not very very much probably for tyrod it's not going to be a you know 100 million dollar deal right so yeah. uh but you know let's see how he does right if tyrod leads us to the playoffs fuck give him money yes baker can sit for another two or three years but if tyrod's going we're going you know four and uh, 12 again or you know mm-hmm. 2 and 14 I think the rope will be pulled and Tyrod it's okay you know say we're going in 2 when, do you know when our bye week is off the top of your head is it's it, on the board down there but hold on I just gotta look what? I gotta look bye week is week 11 yeah. so we are going into week 11 
and we are two and nine. Do you start Baker coming out of that bye week? I would have already started Baker. <laughs> so, fair enough. But yes, yes, of course, yeah. I think really the bye week, if you're going to make a change, the bye week is when you Yeah, it, it gives you a full week of practice. He gets full first team reps. Tyrod can help mentor mm-hmm. during that time. You know, I honestly, you know, we'll get into it. I think I, there's a question later I feel that we'll high talk on, a little bit I feel bit high more. on Tyrod, though. I really... Yeah, I like Tyrod a lot, so... so yeah. But I also like Baker a lot. So well, it's like, you can we start two quarterbacks? Number one overall pick. You kind it's of like the Ravens. Like, the Ravens are like, well, we're going to put in a system for Lamar Jackson so he can run a few plays each game. Like, just do that with Baker. Just like a couple. I know he's like the same thing as Tyrod. He's not He's not as fast as Tyrod, I don't even think. But he is like, it's very captivating to watch him. And I, I get it. It's practice. We're Browns fans. We're going to like that stuff. But... Man, it was just—it was one of those things where it was just like, "Wow, that was that was cool to watch." Uh, let's get into the overall the draft. Um, we're, this will be the, probably the last segment we go over mm-hmm. with the draft. Um, let's go over. We'll go round by round and just do quick grade um, based on what you what little you know. Obviously, as we get later in the rounds, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to know less and less. So, um, Mayfield, round one. I will go with an A minus. Okay, I'll go B plus. We don't, you know, we both are on the same pl- same platform. I have to use my bias against me because anytime I get super excited about somebody, it always, you know, in my head, it always uh, doesn't work out. And so. I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm trying to hype him up a little yeah. bit because yeah, he gave you a weird smell or whatever. Yeah, weird vibe. Good oh, vibes. vibes. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Weird vibes. Weird vibes. Vibes all around. Just vibes. Just vibes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Ward, round one. Before he got hurt. A, after he got hurt, <laughs> B, and I know it's just probably a minor <laughs> hip injury. It's probably nothing. Yeah, it's like. But I'm like now it. now he's giving me weird vibes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you a shirt that says "Good Vibes Only." <laughs> good as long as it's brown weird. and orange. Oh, we like that coffee mug. So you just need something that says there we go. "Good Vibes Only." <laughs> I am good with that. I like the weird vibes. Uh, Ward, I'll give a B overall, regardless of injury. I thought it was a very big stretch. But, you know, according to Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, he is a shutdown corner. He is a Richard Sherman type player where he will go with your best receiver. They will scheme a defense around Ward and make Ward just sit. And uh, I think that's great. You know, the last one they compare him to is Joe Hayden. Obviously, Joe Hayden did not have the offense on the other side of the ball that we have now, mm-hmm. which I think will definitely make Ward's well, job. A and I think easier. if your goal in the offseason was to say, I want to improve my secondary. Mission accomplished. We did it. For we, sure. Yeah, it's going to be a different Brown secondary next year. Uh, Corbett, offensive lineman, round two, first pick. He's going to play tackle or guard. They can sort of. They, they haven't really set on him yet. You know, it's a little bit. I think as everybody kind of thought, it was a weird pick. Yeah. But I do like with the fact of Joe Thomas being out of the mix that it's good to have him in. Well, and Joe Thomas was there. Uh, helping mentor him when he came into a rookie camp. So I thought that was really cool. If Joe Thomas can keep some type of role with that guy, I think he's going to be phenomenal. He's a really he's not Joe Thomas size. He's mm-hmm. not 6'6 six, six or anything. I think he's 6'4 and 6'3 right around there. But he's the weight's there. Everything's there. Um, and he's versatile. And I think the pick shocked a lot of people because he's not a definitive tackle. He's more of a definitive guard who may play tackle. Yeah. And those you know, those obviously can work out and can't work out. I give it a C. I thought we needed offensive line help, so obviously it's a good pick. But were there other offensive linemen that maybe at tackle could have been better? Um, then we'll go to 
the Chubb that is not named Bradley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Round two, Nick Chubb, running back, Georgia. You know what? Um, he's kind of he's he's Michael Hyde, almost two point kind of a power back. Carlos Hyde. Does Michael Hyde? Micah Hyde. <laughs> Micah Micah Hyde. Micah God, I hate you. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, Carlos Hyde. Yeah, he's kind of a bruiser. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, obviously he's not Sony Michelle. He's not Shaquan Barkley. Yeah. But I think with the stable running backs we currently have, I think now you can kind of go into this year feeling comfortable at the depth and then make a decision on what you want to do going forward next season. So there's some really interesting things about Nick Chubb that I did not know until after the draft. And it's probably pure ignorance, which is fine. Um, but I don't really look into day two picks or day three. I mean, he could have been a third round pick realistically is what people said. He is a big dude. So let's compare him to Richardson. <laughs> He's a big bruiser. The one thing that people keep sort of overstating is that Sonny Michelle is a great catcher out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Sonny Michelle had less receiving yards out of the backfield than Nick Chubb last year with Georgia. So Chubb can catch, Chubb can block, which is what we'll need. If we, yes. Especially if we put in a young quarterback, we're going to need someone who can sit back there. I just think they created a great nucleus. I actually loved Chubb. At, I mean, might have been a little bit of a stretch, but otherwise you'd been trading back to get him. I thought it was a B-plus pick. I thought he – I think he – Carlos Hyde's got three years. Nick Chubb, a year and a half from now, Carlos Hyde might just be cut. Yeah. Because Nick Chubb is completely well, Did we give him. Duke Johnson a new contract, or is it contract year this year? I think it's contract year. I'm not 100% positive. I'm sure somebody will comment and say that. Yeah. You guys are idiots, so that's good. No. Um, Chad Thomas, a defense in Miami, mm-hmm. round three. You know, as much as I think we would have liked the other Chubb at four, I think this fills a need at a lower value pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're already talking about opposite of, opposite of Garrett. We had some depth. We yeah. had Ogba. We had some other people. I think this just adds to it and kind of allows us then to keep a rotation going to keep guys fresh. I'd grade it as really a, a B plus, A minus pick, just for value alone. Yeah. So I watch a lot of Oregon and I watch a lot of Miami. Those are the two teams I like to watch in college. And Chad Thomas is a freak. He's, he's, he is just raw. Whereas Chubb is a little bit more polished. You can mm-hmm. tell he's ready for the NFL day one. Thomas could easily be there. That's that's not the thing. I don't you know, one of the things that I look at when I look at Thomas is he's just super athletic, lengthy lengthy and um, super quick, right? So he can get through. I think he will eventually be who is paired with Garrett. I think it might take a couple years, but I think we'll be looking back and be like, wow, that was a steal in round three. So I give it a B plus as well. Uh, let's get to Arguably the most questionable pick, uh, because we had to trade up to get him, was Antonio Galloway, or Galloway, excuse me, uh, round four, wide receiver out of Florida, did not play last year. <laughs> you know what? And this was something I wanted to hit on. Uh, we added a rookie quarterback, we have a rookie running back, and now we have a rookie wide receiver. Rookie offensive lineman, too. Rookie offensive lineman. So Questionably really- left tackle. So, you know. That's that's really good. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? What do you think about that? With creating that young nucleus, you think Cal Callaway is uh, with all his off-field problems and. Um, you know what? It's it's worth the risk. I think. Okay. Hopefully, it'll be better. Um, we'll see. It's 
it's really also hard to say, okay, we're going to bring somebody in to play football who has not played in a year. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of scary. What condition is he in? Um, I don't know. I think it's an interesting pick. It could turn out great. I would say it's a a C right now because really you have a lot of unknowns. You'd have to say you have to wait and see. Um, Okay. I think that was, in my head, he's around one talent Mm -hmm. with uh, undraftable qualities outside. So (laughs) it's probably a C. I think you're right on. Mm -hmm. I think the upside is huge. I think he could be a kick returner. He's getting mentored by Antonio Brown, as you told me earlier. Mm and I think, you know, go watch his highlights. There's a seven-minute montage of his highlights for two years. And he's one of 21 players in college that has scored a touchdown five different ways. So he's thrown one, ran one, caught one, one. returned one on punt, returned one on kickoff. Gotcha. So he's done one one thing that 21 other players in college football has ever done. So no, it's, Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. I, I, like I said, taking a year off scares me. Off-the-field issues scare me. But, you know... If you know, he comes back and he wants to play, I think the value is there. You know who might help him, and it would be a complete redemption story, is Gordon. Where Gordon can be like, mm-hmm. I've gone through this at the NFL level. Yep. You have so much potential. Do not squander it because yep. I'm still on a rookie deal technically after like seven years. Um, we'll cut through real quick. We'll just do quick hits. Okay, so uh, not quick hits the segment, but just quick hits here. So awesome. Avery, linebacker, round five. <clears throat> I don't know much about him. I don't know much about him either, but it's linebacker depth. Yep. I don't think we can go wrong with adding depth at that position. So C. We'll just B. A, I would A, I, D, F. I'm gonna go with C. We'll okay. just go average. Okay. Uh I'm gonna go C as well. I don't know anything about him, so I can't give him an A and I can't give him an F. So yep. uh Ratley, wide receiver, Texas A and M. You know, I followed this guy in college. I did not. <laughs> no, uh, again, I know nothing about this player, but it's more wide receiver depth. Competition. Competition. Honestly, it's probably a D. I don't know if another year or two he'll be on this team just yeah. because of the amount of players we have in front of him. But, you know, it never hurts to have more options. Yeah, I give it a C. And then last one is another cornerback, Thomas Simeon. Or Simeon Thomas, excuse me. Uh, round six. So this is our last pick of the day. Yep. I, again, go with it's added depth at a position of need yeah. to see. You can't go wrong with, even if he doesn't pan out again and we end up cutting him in a year or two, we've at least added depth there. And who knows, he might be opposite award in two years, three years from now when we have all these aging guys that sort of just get kicked out of the locker room, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's go into quick hits. A few questions for both of us, I think, from the producer today. I think there's five, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. Five. Okay. Right. Should have made it six like Baker. <laughs> Should have made it two like Menzel. Whoa. Should have made it zero like or we our could wins have last year. 95. Oh my goodness. That anyway. Other than like SATs. <laughs> How many games will Tyrod start before Baker replaces him? I'm going to say, I'm going to go with at least 11. Okay. He gets us through the bye. He gets through the bye. Woo! Tyrod stays healthy <laughs> 10 weeks. Holy shit. Okay. Um, I think injury withstanding, I think Baker is a starter. What's our what's a big loss that we'll take? The Ravens? I think he will start against the Chargers. One, two, three, four, five, six. So week six, week six. Baker it's will right be the starter. Mm-hmm. The weeks are I can't way over see. the Anyway. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Maybe right better. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so... Yeah, I say week six, you say week 11. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
How many games before Chubb is truly the number one back and Hyde is not? Um, I would say that doesn't happen this year. I'm going to say by week. Week 11. I think Chubb... I think Chubb is going to get a lot more goal line work than we think, and I think he'll end up being, uh, you know, end up being a great. I have to take this, so finish it up on your own. <laughs> great. Hey. Uh, what's the next Browns jersey you'll buy? Okay. Baker. Baker. What are you going to buy? Uh, I'm going to buy one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What's the next Browns jersey you're gonna buy? Oh, Kirksey, probably. Kirksey or Mayfield? Who? Kirksey's Christian a Kirksey. linebacker. He's a linebacker. Oh, Ohio. you're really excited about that. Yeah, he's got a little. <laughs> he's got the big head, little body for Madden. That was the whole glitch. Oh, yes. oh I thought he just had small everything. Yes, I'm yelling from way off screen. <laughs> uh, do you want the Browns to be on Hard Knocks next season? Yes. yes. <laughs> What do you think, Heather? Because you watched all yeah. of Tampa this year. I I had never I had never watched it before this season, and I thought it was really cool. I thought it was I. It took me a while to realize that it was um, week by week, week by week, and they You're were editing week, on the spot, yeah. and you're only a week behind, so it's all. I mean, as close to real time as you can get. I thought that was really, really cool. Yeah. And it made it, like, more interesting because who the fuck would care a year later? Well, especially with the injuries, right? I mean, we yeah. saw, like, Martin had cramps or something and Winston looked like shit in practice. Yeah. Then they go show a preseason game that you just watched, you know, a week before. And yeah. it was like, what the fuck happened? He watched the whole practice. Like, oh, no shit, he sucked. He was hitting the coach on the sideline with the football instead of the wide receiver in the end zone, right? So, yeah. It was really cool. And you I- get attached to... Players the players, that, not the that yeah. don't make it, and then you're sad about it. It's, it's like its own reality yeah. TV. I mean, I th- I really liked it. Uh, I hope the I know the Browns are one of the last ones still in it. Who who else is left? I don't know. I, I just know that the Browns have been mentioned as being one of the last contenders in. I don't think John Dorsey is one of those guys that wants people in their locker room. Yeah, so I don't. He seems like a pretty close to the best kind of guy. I mean, he didn't announce who his first pick was until he called Baker, right? And I mean, you watched it, right? And that's something that everyone should watch is there's a couple different videos of it, of John Dorsey calling Baker Mayfield, and um, it was really awesome. And I uh, thought that was one of the best moments because Baker legitimately was excited and was thankful, which, not to slight uh, anybody that rhymes with Danzel, but... I don't think he was in the same boat. He it was an expectation versus Baker's was a complete shock, and it was a complete uh, realization that all his hard work has paid off, and now it's time to work even harder to be the next one. And one of the things in behind Baker uh, that I'll talk that I'll talk to you about right now is he says, you know, yeah, it's great I got drafted number one. My next mission, he goes, I was a Heisman Trophy. He doesn't say it, but like the video credits sort of roll, and it's like I was a Heisman Trophy winner and. I, uh, you know, as a first walk-on Heisman Trophy winner, as a first walk-on selected number one, and you can bet your ass I'm going to be bringing back a Super Bowl to Cleveland um, as a starting quarterback. And I thought that was, I mean, he's all in, right? Could you have said that about Rosen or, or yeah. uh, Darnold? Probably not. So Here's the teams that are eligible for 2018. The 49ers, the Ugh. Broncos, Ugh. the Browns, yeah. the Chargers, Ugh. the Ravens, Ugh. and the Redskins. Ugh. There's, I think I think the 49ers will probably get it. Yeah, I would be shocked. I'm back, by the way. I'd be shocked if the 49ers don't get it. 49ers are probably 
the favorite, but I would love to see the Browns uh, just to see their rookies and see how they interact with all the veterans and see Josh Gordon and see how, uh, you know, all these free agent signings sort of come together in the, the you know, culmination of free agents, rookies, veterans that have lost and seen how they really mesh. I think that'd be actually really interesting. Well, you're also looking at, you know, you didn't have hard knocks around when the Lions went 0-16. You got a great opportunity to look at a team that's at rock bottom and see yeah. how they respond. An expansion team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Heather, what's the next uh, hitter? Last question. With the draft over, where do you think the Browns will draft in the first round next year? Woo! That's a. Let's hope it's not in the top ten. Um, I'll say they. You know, I picked them to go what nine and seven. I'll say they'll be drafting around 16, 15 in that range. Um, you know, barring any major trades, I think that's where they naturally end up. Let's see. I had them going one, two, three, four. Ten and five. six. <laughs> ten and six. It was ten and six. Ten and six. Ten and Baker. Ten and Baker. <laughs> All right. Twenty-five. I'm gonna back it up. Woo! Doubling down. Just outside the. Is that just outside the playoffs? No, that's in the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> you're yeah. you're Rick Flaring it for sure. 22. <laughs> 22, then. 22. Oh. That's almost a playoff team. Okay. Oh, no, that is a playoff team. Is it? No. Yeah, it's a is wild it? card. 12 teams. Yourself. 20 is yeah. 12 teams. Yeah. So 32 back. Yeah. Because you have the two wild card games. Fine. Woo! 19. Oh, oh, what a oh. jerk. Get the hell out of here. Go back yeah, to your yeah. phone call. All right. Now let's go over some feedback. I know yeah. Ram Old Justice had some, which uh, was really cool. I, I know I really appreciate it. I think Garrett really appreciates yep, I do too. the it's feedback. It's always good to hear from people. So Ram Old Justice comment number one. If we pick up another offensive lineman for some depth, we'll actually be pretty solid. You can't just go pick the brightest piece of candy in the store. You have to fill the weakest spots on your roster first, and that's exactly what the general manager did. He filled the weak spots. Yeah, and I think, I mean, this obviously is referencing we did the show on Friday, so we hadn't had round two coming yet, but he definitely picked up an offensive lineman right there. It's almost like John Dorsey read the comments of our video. Well, and I think, too, you're also looking at with uh, Joe Thomas retiring, that there that is a position of need. Yeah, for sure. Offensive tackle, left tackle, always the the biggest position on the line. One of the biggest positions in the NFL that people just completely forget about because they don't score touchdowns and they don't intercept balls and they don't uh, make sacks on quarterbacks. They try to prevent everything, right? So when they work, you never know about them. When they don't work, you never not know about them. You hear about them nonstop. We need a fucking left tackle bad. But you never hear, we don't need a left tackle. It's just a, a thing that becomes yeah. expected. Comment dose. Comment number two from Whammo Justice. Say it right if you're going to say it. I'm not going to say it like that. Why are you more How do you justice? know that's how that person says it? I talked to him. Oh, yeah? No. This is a long one, so I'm, I'm gonna, definitely going to stumble over it. We did perfect in the draft. I've watched Baker Mayfield play at every OU game of his career. I've watched him battle Denzel Ward at Ohio State, and I watched Chubb cut up our defense at OU like it was a hot knife cutting up butter. But uh, We've got the three best players I've seen in the last two years on the Browns roster. Now we done perfect, guys. You just need to get off his big Marquise name, Saquon Barkley. Couldn't run oh. up the middle of his life. 
Couldn't run up the middle if his life depended on it. Jobs, in contrast, is one of the best, or not the very best, inside runner in the entire draft. He's also going to be the one, one of the best inside runners in the NFL. We got two strong receivers, maybe three, if Njoku pulls his head out of his ass, while we got a strong defensive backfield. Okay. Did you catch all that? Yeah, I did. I think the <laughs> overall consensus there is he liked the picks. Um, just like yeah. I, I like Chubb. Like I said, I think Barkley's going to be a bust. I, I know that's contrary to every analyst and expert in the world, and they all like the size of his thighs, so they think he's going to be a great running back. Uh, anytime that the number one running back is selected who has less rushing yards than a quarterback selected and less yeah. rushing touchdowns than a quarterback selected, um, I don't know. I would have to question everything. And he's completely correct. If you watch Barkley's highlights, he goes to the outside and tried to shimmy shake everything. Sort of like the Le'Veon Bell 2.0 with a little bit more uh, girth on him. So I agree. I think we got the right picks. And uh, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, see Baker really shine in the bright lights and take us to 10-6 and six next year. Exactly. This year. Whatever year it is. <laughs> Last comment from good old Whammo Justice. Say it right. And I predict that we may win as many as 6-7 to seven games. Whoa, that's how many Garrett has losing. I would say seven or eight, but we just don't have the depth yet. And we're just going to lose the same number of the... This, oh my gosh, sorry. Hello. Shortest comment. I would say <laughs> seven or eight, but we just don't have the depth yet. And we're just going to lose some of those players, good players to injuries, for a game or two, or the, se- or the season. So we're looking good on paper. We need more depth. I think we got a lot of depth. I think we got it solved... Um, a little bit in the draft. Obviously, there's not a lot out there that you can take now with free agency wrapping up. And as we said, we don't really need any more wide receiver depth. I think overall, the draft, I'd give it uh, for us a B to B plus rated draft uh, score. I think we addressed all the holes we had. If we were playing a game of Madden, a lot of these picks would have been the same. Taking a linebacker at the end of the round, you know, end of the draft, close to the end, taking a couple wide receiver flyers, seeing what you can get out of them. A solid running back who, yeah, he's had uh, knee surgery, but it looks like he recovered from it last year, and he uh, really tore it up. So, a couple notes. Uh, no video podcast next week. We're going to celebrate Mother's Day because um, we're good sons and daughters. Uh, and we hope that you have, you know, everything great. Um, there's going to be a everything lot. Everything great. Have a happy Mother's Day. There's the well, word. No, nah, I don't. No, nah, I don't. No. Nah. If you're a mother, celebrate yourself. Yeah, if you're a mother, you a definitely mother, take a bath with a Lush Bomb. Yeah, do that. And drink some wine by yourself and tell the kids to get the hell out of the house. Uh, follow us on Twitter, YouTube, uh, share it, ring them bells, tickle them bells, whatever the hell it is that Joe <laughs> says. Uh, obviously, Joe wasn't here this week. We're hoping to have him back maybe in a couple weeks. Uh, and Garrett, obviously, he, you know, went away, and maybe he'll come back, too. I don't know. This is, this is his house, so maybe hopefully. another Tyler podcast. Oh, jeez. It's going to shift into a sweatpant movie, Browns Night. <laughs> so, But uh, thanks again for listening. Thanks for watching. Comment, subscribe, everything. Later, guys.